What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to Double Coverage. Hope you're still living, loving, and breathing sport. I'm Dom with the great man, Sauce. What's happening? What is happening, Doma? We're back for another week uh, on the podcast. 101. We've we've raised the bat. We're kicking on. Um, big week. Big week in sport. Uh, a few Massive big week. events transpired. Uh, if you've been following us on TikTok, uh, you would have got some of our thoughts over the events over the last week. So uh, if you're not, make sure you go hit up the link in the description and follow our TikTok, giving our quick thoughts on there. We, we leave it exclusively to TikTok. Uh, don't try and keep the content separate to what we post on our IG. Diversification. hundred percent, hundred percent. Um, but Doma yourself, how have you been, sir? I'm good. Can't complain. What's happened in the sports world. A lot of stuff brewing in the card world that hopefully we can bring to the fans in the next couple of weeks. So there's a bit happening there. Um, yeah, it's it's been good. Just Two like games into the NBA finals. Brewed yeah. up down at the Melbourne Demons. Uh, I don't know if you've caught that news. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, a Stephen bit of uh, and Jakey, oh, the boxer geez. Malcolm. We, yeah, we, we know big Jakey Malcolm likes to throw them. Uh, so uh, interesting news coming out of the Ds. Are they a rabble? Are they a rabble? Are they even a team old, uh, in disarray? Two losses at, on the trot. And they, even uh, a Freo source. It. I don't know if you saw that, but uh, Frederick. Is it Frederick? He got uh, suspended by the club because on a short week he was caught drinking on a short week as well. So he's been banned and oh, they're just losing the plot. Uh, Nat Fife actually uh, debuted for the the Rezies. Yeah, I've seen that. That was pretty funny. <laughs> it was fucking was funny. funny. Our debutant, Nat Fife. Very funny. Uh, it's been a big week. We had Kimbosis fight against Haney this week. Um, a, lot, uh, a lot happening. Two games in the NBA, as I mentioned. Uh, this week, we've got uh, an F1 race coming up uh, by round two for the AFL. Uh, there was a UFC card during the week. Uh, we've got one of the biggest cards ever being listed on Golden uh, Thursday, I think it is, um, in the LeBron Triple Logo, man. We'll get to that a bit later. But lots happening. Lots happening. Lots of good stuff. Uh, great to have you in, James. Uh, we are well. Glad to have you here. Adam's here, here from the start, like a curry, curried egg fart. <laughs> and he started early. He started, he started early. early. We've got another, we've got another hour and a half of that. So uh, stay tuned, ladies and gents. All right, so let's get into the NBA finals. Uh, game one, what was close up to halftime. And then we thought, oh, Golden State had got it here. I got up. Walked away to talk to some people for 10 minutes, came back and sat in front of my desk, and they were pretty much getting blown out. Uh, so we'll start with game one, uh, which the Celtics took and started off the series uh, on a heater. So, yeah, thoughts on um, I mean, Spanner into the works, game one, Boston came out. Um, they, they didn't give up, you know, throughout that game. They could have easily sort of, um, got blown out in the end as it was getting away from him in that third quarter. Um, Jalen Brown came out in the fourth, absolutely on fire, kept him in the game. Uh, Tatum wasn't having a great game, but credit to him. He did a lot of other things to help them win that game. Uh, I think he had like 11 assists in the game as well, uh, you know, and quite a few boards. Uh, he, he was making driving lanes, getting into the lane, and then creating open shots for uh, his teammates who, I mean... 
they were just knocking down everything. I mean, Al Horford, I think he had six of eight from three. Derek White was just shooting lights out. Marcus Smart was shooting lights out. Um, and, you know, that's what got them over the line in the end. Uh, they were just outshot the Warriors from three in that fourth quarter, pulled away, and then were able to cause the upset in game one. Uh, so, it, look, the series is wide open. It's wide open. Boston plays really, really good defense. There was a few adjustments moving into game two for the Warriors, which seeing them, you know, get that one. And we'll talk about that in a second. But um, what did you see game one, Doma? It was... I saw... Such a go there role, for a while. I saw role players hitting, hitting shots at a clip that you usually only get once in a series of seven games. Only once is that you usually get it. Uh, yeah, Derek yeah. White, well, I like, think it's usually it's once you might get it on the road. And then yeah, you know, at home, they usually are a bit better shooting. Um, man, like it was lights out stuff. They just couldn't miss. They actually couldn't miss. They hit like, was it something like seven threes in a row or something? Or yeah. eight threes in a row? Something unbelievable. Just ridiculous. And not for anything, Jason Tatum did struggle, uh, as you said. Um, but yeah, he performed in different areas on the court um, and not for anything when you can't, when your team can't miss um, it helps. It definitely helps. He didn't have to do much. He obviously got shut out. Um, I don't know. Al Horford looked good, but struggled in game two along with Marcus Smart and Derek White. They all three of them struggled. They were not great. Uh, moving. Uh, Stephen Curry was very good in game one which there's been a lot of pressure on Stephen Curry leading into um, this final series. As you know, Sauce, a lot of talk for him to be top 10. Uh, if he can win a finals MVP, potentially being up there, top two point guards of all time and all that type of jazz, all that type of stuff. He did have 21 in the first quarter in game one, Stephen Curry. He was seven, seven of eight or seven of nine from three. It was just unbelievable. He couldn't miss. He was just shooting it from everywhere. He was shooting it from the parking lot. And uh, just making everything. And that, that set them up to be in the game. But I look at it as if if he didn't if he didn't shoot 21 in the first quarter, the game could have been early, uh, finished uh, much earlier. But then obviously we moved to game two source. I've got a few stats from that game one. If they'll load, because I'm trying to get them on ESPN. And you know my troubles with ESPN in the past. It's always fought me. Um but Horford had 26 in game one. He shot six of eight from three. Marcus Smart shot four of seven from three with 18. Uh, Derek White shot five of eight from from three with 21 points off the bench. But this was the this is the concerning thing, Source. The bench for um, Boston had 32 points on the night, and 21 of them were from Derek White. So, and the, the Golden State Warriors played horrific. They had 31 off the bench spread across the board. Jordan Poole struggled, was one of five from three. Otto Porter kept him in the game with four or five from three. Uh, but Curry, who started seven of nine from three in the first quarter, ended up seven of 14. He did not hit another three from the first quarter. Yeah, so yeah. He, struggled he struggled there. going deep deeper into that game. Um, they, they 
were able to force him into into missed shots, and then they just didn't get enough help from the other guys. Um, Clay Thompson better but, show up. Yeah, so I th- that's that was a guy that I'm looking at and and going. You know, I mean, even in game two, he four of nineteen, uh, one of eight from three, only eleven points. Um, he needs to be better uh, because you know, if not, you know, you need. Jordan Poole to step up and, and chip in with some points. Uh, you know what you're going to get with Draymond. You know, you know, you're going to get that hustle and uh, he's not really a point scorer. So, you know, where does that other offense come from? Um, they need those. Yeah, I, I, I don't want to say that Clay Thompson is a role player in a sense, but there has to be a number two and, and whether it's Poole or whether it's, it's Thompson in any given game, one, one of them two has to stand up. Has to. Uh, in game two, it was Jordan Poole off the bench, uh, five of nine from three, uh, literally, you know, hitting everything. So, yeah. The concern, the concern for, the concern for Boston, in all honesty, and I thought about this during the week because we did say the team that came out of the East originally was going to win it all. Um, and then we just had a look at Golden State and the way they were playing. But the the reason why I, I said Golden State was going to win in six source was because watching the Celtics go to seven games with the Heat in how like undermanned that roster was, like yeah. you, you you literally gave the Heat a look in in Game Seven to potentially beat you, and I just didn't have confidence. I don't know if you saw uh, what Jason Tatum said in a press conference. Um, it's been circulated a fair bit. Um, and a lot of people looking at, at it one way and a lot of people looking on the other side of the board. And I'm going to look at it on the other side of the board of the Jordans, Clay Tom- uh, sorry, Jordans, Kobe's, LeBron's type attitude. And he actually came out and said, oh, there's times, you know, in the, in the playoffs and I've doubted myself and I didn't think I was the guy to lead this team. And, you know, I've had to battle through that. And source, first of all, you don't say that. You don't say that because if you and I were on the same team and I heard someone say that, you know, the first thing I do source, I get on the phone and say, Hey source, did you see what Tatum said in the press conference? We're going to target this guy next game. And we are going to abuse him and try and get into his head and actually believe his own statements. Make him believe that he's not worthy to lead this team. Yeah, might might force him into doing, you know, taking contested shots, uh, yeah. dumb shots just, because he wants to prove them wrong. Um, so, yeah, I, I see your point there. I see your point. Um, but Tatum himself, he, he's, he's just got to keep playing the way he has been playing, which is you know, attack, good. Good look to too. score, and then, you know, open up his teammates for, for open looks. Um, yeah, look, I'll say it again. Role players, role players, role players. It comes down to whether your role players come in and make shots because they're going to get open looks off the likes of, you know, Curry on the Warriors and then, you know, Tatum and, and Jalen Brown uh, doing their thing uh, and passing up to open looks from three, especially. Um, you know, can they knock down those shots? And that, that will be just, in the end. Uh, Draymond will continue you. to pull people's pants down as he did in game two. And... Got a tech, got a tech. As Cedric usual. Maxwell, you know Cedric Maxwell that used Look, to play in the NBA. Credit. Yeah, yeah. He came out and he said that he would have, 
beat the shit out of Draymond Green. Oh, yes, he did I did see that him. statement. He did say, I did see that. Um, credit to Draymond Green, though. Uh, he did say on his podcast in the volume at Sports Network that, uh, you know, in, in game one, the he didn't uh, he didn't close out Al Horford the way he should have, and he'll make that adjustment game two. Uh, yeah, and then game two came around uh, and went, uh, O of O from three point because that closeout, uh, it, the way he was closing out was a lot different, uh, was making Al Horford doubt himself. I mean, he, Al Horford, what did he score? Like 20-something points in game one? 26. And game 26, one. and he two points in game two. So yeah. they made a big adjustment on Al Horford. Um, Robert Williams did pick up a niggle, but I think he'll be all right to go in the next game as well. He's just got to play, um, he's just got to play through it, Source. Yeah, he's, he's got to play, play through it. Because they, they are better with him out there. Predictions on um, game three and four before next week's podcast. Yeah, I, th- I think game three, Boston take care of business. Game four, Golden State Warriors get it back. I'm the same as you. Uh, either one will split each way. Um, either Look, or. Um, I think their record's five and four in the playoffs at home. So, I mean, they've, they're, they're just over 500%. They're you know, they've struggled at home. They're no given. So Golden State's first loss at home this whole playoff series was um, game one, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Against Boston. So uh, a few people here in the comments. Uh, Adam says, we started the fourth off with a shocker. Those first two drives with turnovers was the beginning of the end for game two, I think. Adam Smith says, next two at the Garden. We'll bounce back at the Garden, says uh, Dream Theater. Uh, Global, welcome in. Yes, Global. your boys. Uh, positive says, Warriors to smoke them both. Uh, both games, be cool. And Adam says, three and four Celtics by 15 and 22. Wowzer. He's, uh, he's going with those uh, big markets there, the spread <laughs> for those two. I wouldn't be t- doing that, but one thing that we have seen is there's been a whole bunch of blowouts in the in the playoff source. Yeah, so it has. it has wouldn't be surprised if it does get to that. All right, uh, that's the that's the basketball covered off, and looking forward to it. To be honest, if you want on the day analysis, as Saucy said at the top of the show, I'm telling you, head to TikTok. It's got everything. We do AFL reviews now. Uh, NBA whatever reviews, we watch, whatever, F1. whenever we can catch catch the games, and right, we've got everything now. We've got everything on there. You don't see it on Instagram. Give it's our little opinions changing. and thoughts, uh, and get in there and join the conversation, and make sure you vote on the exactly polls right. that we put out. And feel free to come in and uh, troll me about Booker at your peril. That's all I'll say. <laughs> yeah, you've had <laughs> you've had a few on TikTok trolling you yeah, about Booker. I went, I went to, to war with someone on TikTok. Yeah, he wasn't happy that I said that uh, Booker was over. You're just a casual, mate. You're just a casual, all right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Casual takes, apparently. Uh, Adam says, Tatum, gone up to Draymond and say, yeah, I'm not going to. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> Global says, did we watch the Kembrosis fight? Uh, yeah, Source did. Did I'll give my take on that when we get to UFC I'll watch, after. Uh, UFC, I'll watch some I'll highlights on it, but yes, we will, we will get to that. Uh, let's move on, Source. F1's back this week. 
Uh, we have the Azerbaijan Grand Prix, and that was probably one of the best races of the 2021 season uh, in on last year's calendar. It had everything. That was the race where Max uh, lost it on the straight. It got red flagged. We came back, back out on the restart. All Lewis Hamilton had to do was just take the first corner in second to secure 18 points. He decided to take the risk. He locked up, went straight through into the service lane, and then uh, the rest is history. He walked over with no points. So, and, and he uh, lost in, the world championship. Pretty much lost the world championship that in that race. Correct. Uh, on the money there. So I think Sebastian Vettel finished on the podium, didn't he, in that race? The third or fourth yes. or something? Yes. So Yeah, so it was one of the better ones. But we're back there this weekend, uh, 11 p.m. Our time uh, off the grid will be on. Uh, you'll see my ugly mug once again. So that is Baku, the Azerbaijan Grand Prix, which was won last year by... Uh, Sergio Perez, Sebastian Vettel was in second and Pierre Gasly was in third source. So there you go. Podium finish. Charles Leclerc was in fourth. And where did our Perez is still finish? partying, they reckon. Yeah, bloody earth, mate. And so he should be. Chico, he was, he was, wasn't there yeah. some funny oh, footage of him? Oh, mate, was there was one of him footage? on the yacht and he was hammered. He was in like the room up the top and he walks out and he's just getting held by all these mates. He was absolutely cook sauce. It was so funny. Absolutely uh, hammered. Great. But great. yes, F1 this week. Stay tuned. Mate, we're already up to AFL sauce. We've got a very thin, thin sports schedule. We could actually be hitting one hour pods, but I say this all the time and it never happens. So yeah, we'll get we'll get into it. Here's our boy. There's your boy, actually, old Stephen May. <laughs> We're not gonna. We don't have to talk about that. Do you even know what happened? I didn't even read the article. I know that they had. Um, yeah, they, they were at, out to dinner, um, and apparently Melksham was pulling him up because he was not supposed to be drinking. He was on concussion protocol, so for his own safety, we just sort of say, "Mate, mate, you probably shouldn't be drinking. You've had concussion. Uh, he didn't like it. He'd had a few too many, and uh, ended up in a few, uh, you know, fisticuffs." I reckon Jack Mel- Melksham would have belted him. Well, he apparently is a good boxer, Melksham. So he, I, 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 he was a junior yeah. champion. Yeah, mate. So I reckon he would. I wouldn't get into a fist cup, fist of cuffs with him, mate. Mate, that's who Cambosis. He's, is rena- he's renowned for belting up the Essendon players when he was back at the Essendon Football Club when they used to have sparring. It's going to be Cambosis, Cambosis versus uh, Melksham if he doesn't win in the rematch clause. I'll tell you that much. He could be cooked. Uh, he's got. A, he's got uh, a career let's... after footy, mate. He's got a career after footy, mate. It does. Uh, let's get to the games this week. Uh, we had Friday night footy, uh, Cats versus the Dogs, uh, 70 to 83. Uh, the Dogs made a push, but they left it too late. Dogs made a push. Give cats, teams... cats just held on in the end. They just held on. So you can't give teams, you can't give teams five goal head starts. Correct. I was watching this uh, with some mates, and I said, this is going to be one of those games. They'll come back and They'll supporters will turn around and say, "Oh, we're so unlucky not to win that game." But then someone that's not a supporter that looks at the game realistically will be like, "No, you weren't unlucky. You deserve to lose because you you let them get out in front early." So don't give teams head starts. Moral of the story: uh, the Crows ended their losing streak by playing against the bye. Uh, they won eighty-eight to fifty-seven. <laughs> Uh, and then uh, Gold Coast beat the bye by 62 points, 109 to 47. It's a bit unfair to other teams when 
there's two there's literally gonna get two buys in a row. So <laughs> it's so unfair. So yeah, Gold Coast. Uh good good story about the North Gold Coast game source. I don't know if you caught it, but North was up and about, mate. We were up and about. We're up oh, by four goals a quarter time. Point. I watched up it. Up by four goals, we'll fly. You kick four uh, you kick you, what you kick five four goals in the first quarter, and then you kick three goals for the rest of the game. Yeah, but but listen, listen, this is what happened. Gold Coast were literally at quarter time break said to themselves, like, what are we doing here? We're playing the bye. We can't be down by four goals at quarter time. So what do you reckon they did source at halftime for any uh, in the second quarter for anyone that missed it? They kicked seven goals to zip. And uh, all of a sudden we're down by three goals <laughs> after being up by four at quarter time. So they just dominated us. We're shit. We're, honestly, uh, my honest take on North Melbourne, you know how I was so optimistic in terms of like progression of the club? And I said we weren't going to be good this year anyway. But I think we're in a world of trouble, like big, big trouble. I watched us, and no, you just like, lack effort. I watched the uh, I watched parts of the game, and you just when when the bleeding starts happening, you literally have no one that goes. Well, I'm going to stand up. I'm going to you know make a statement here, and you know get the ball moving our way. Make something happen. Like just, there's just no one gives you a spark, it and it's shocking. so, so sad to see. Like you, you just literally have no one standing up and going, "No, I'm not standing for this today." You know, when they've kicked five in a row, you think, "Fuck," you know, we got to do something here, and, and just nothing happens. Clearly it's not. Worse and worse. It just bleeds. So, anyway, we're shit. Let's move on. Uh, this was game of the round. Dees versus Sydney Swans on Saturday night. Uh, the Swans take the Demon scalp, uh, and it's two losses in a row for the Demons. Uh, Punch-ons at a restaurant. Punch-ons. Disarray. <laughs> disarray. They've got a few injury source. Stephen May being out. Big out. Big out. They rely on him a lot for his intercept marks. He sags off on that, you know, that defender, and it comes and makes that out number, and influences a lot of contests. So I'm it'll be interesting to see how they go with uh, that. They were squeaky clean, Source. Squeaky clean last season. The Ds, they you couldn't put they couldn't put a foot wrong on and off the field. Uh the other one as well, Christian Petrarch has come up in the in the news. I don't know if you saw he copped a, a nice whack from uh some of the media because he was on a radio show. And he said, oh, how are we supposed to win games when no one comes, turns out and supports us? He, yeah, pretty, much had it, he pretty much had a dig at his supporters, uh, which is not great. Uh, regardless if they're there or they're not, you should be you should be winning that game. Don't blame your supporters for how well, played to, to Sydney, uh, the big fella up top. Uh, what's his name? Luke McDonald. He looks Logan like he's going to be mate. Logan he's McDonald. A, that's right. He's a stud. He looks like he's going to be a good player. That bloke. He's a stud. Um, he's young. He's uh, shout out Butters. He's picked up his draft pick uh, signature. So I've seen I've seen that one on I his like socials. Um, but yeah, looks like he's going to be a good player. And Sydney Swans. I, I said they, you know, they're going to have ups and downs this season. Ups and downs. Uh, they've got still some good players in there. So, yeah, you know, I'm not surprised to see them uh, get the win, yeah. to be honest. You know who was big in that second half, Source? The guy that's been quiet since his return. But he's starting to get himself into match fitness. They had no buddy as well. Don't forget that. 
nobody. Yep. But old Tommy Papley. He was big in the second half, Tommy Papley. He's just slowly finding if if he can get back to his best, last year's best, Tommy Papley in this team, uh, that's a nice uh, nice bonus up in the forward line for the Sydney Look, Swans. They're looking dangerous. They've got a good midfield. They've got Parker in there. They've got Kennedy's come I'm, back. I'm, and it's I'm, been still good. Not convi- I'm still not convinced on Chad Warner. I'm not convinced on Chad Warner. I don't know. That's just me personally. He's, he's still got a lot of upside. He's young, but yeah. Uh, and then we had on uh, Sunday, uh, the Pies beating the Hawks by four. Uh, this was a good game. Ebden flowed and the Pies got the job done. Shattered Dommer. I did say last week they'd have a good bounce back game and, and they gave it a real shake. Uh, it was wet conditions. You. Wet conditions. I said um, to you, the Pies, mate. Uh, hot Pies at the moment. Uh, four pies. points. Flag I Pies. Mean, there's, a, there's a lot going on with uh, Jack Ginnivan. They don't want to give him some free kicks. And I will go out, even though I hate that bloke, right, for what he did on Anzac Day. Here we he, go. He, he did deserve some free kicks. I'm not going to lie. Like some of those, some of those over the shoulders, I understand, you know, we don't like this, how they go the pick up the ball and they lead with the I head and then lift the arm to get it over the shoulder. But at the end of the day, you've been calling those all year. Selwood gets every one of those when he, when he does it, you know, Cody Waitman gets them as well. No, 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 no. So, he, so no. him and Waitman. Waitman, even Waitman, the two guys that opened their mouth, source, yeah. are now unfavored by the umpires. Yeah, because they're stupid. They say it's a skill to draw free kicks. They're, they're, no. they're, you just hey. keep doing it and you shut your mouth. If you haven't exactly learned anything, right. Matthew Lloyd used to say he was die forward and he said that one time publicly. And then visibly, he did not get as many free kicks going th- through the rest of the year. I'm with you. You should keep your mouth shut. But it just shows, it just shows umpiring source that there is favorability in games because it's and inconsistencies. Because what they would have called the week before, or four weeks before, or every week for the first six weeks, they can pick and choose what they want, which is disgraceful. Which is so, disgraceful. Yeah. It is. That's part of the game. If they, if they, that's that's like cheating in soccer. Like you know how you cheat the. You cheat the defender and you play out loose out wide and you can cheat them on the offside trap and you get through and you can get one-on-ones with the keeper. That's what we say. Oh, the guy's cheating. The guy's cheating. Watch him, watch him, watch him. It's the same thing with the AFL. That's the cheat. That's the cheat code. And because the AFL and the umpires association and stuff don't want to do anything about actually changing the rule when, you know, if you when you say, oh, a guy puts his head down deliberately, which you stated a couple seasons ago, oh, if you intentionally put your head down, we're not paying free kicks, but then someone does it every week and you pay the free kick. You know what I mean? Until they pull their finger out and get their shit sorted, don't don't, don't take it out on the players that cheat the, like, cheat the system, mate, and get the freeze. That's just the game that you've created, so you have to live by it. And now, because you're not paying those players those free, kick, those free kicks, it's so evident that you can pick and choose who you want to give free kicks to, which is a worse look on the AFL and the Umpires Association than before. That's worse than denying that it should have been a free kick when you say, oh, no, no, well, this happened. It wasn't actually a free kick in the media on a Monday morning. So it's you're actually like, in a, a worse position. No, no, but they're I'm just saying to you, Source, I'm just saying to you, they're actually in a worse position when they, when they uh, point out, or well, not point out, but they literally identify players that they don't want to give free kicks to because they've made a few comments in the media. 
But on the other spectrum source, I agree with you. They should keep their mouth shut and just play the game. Keep getting the freeze, mate. Helping your team team win games. And then the last game of the round was the Dockers versus Freo, which was another ripper. Flag mantle. Flag mantle. <laughs> the GOAT hasn't even come back yet. Flag mantle. The best player in the comp debuted in the resis, in the waffle, on the weekend. He's not even back yet. This team's good. We potentially, with the off-field dramas at the D source, we ma- that might have been the grand final preview game right there. Dockers versus uh, Lions, potentially. So, good win by them. The, the buys this week were Carlton Port, Saints, Sources, Bombers, Giants, and Richmond. Before we get into the uh, next game, uh, punch on with Malksham. Freo smashing at the moment. Says Global, completely agree. Uh, Adam says, just so the AFL are going to give North Melbourne $1 directly to the club for everyone who turns up for this weekend's blockbuster at Marvel. North might have enough to buy one pine sauce uh, and one chalk big M. <laughs> Bombers desperately need a young key forward. Adam says the Bombers need to inject some youth into the forward line. Uh, Global Global says, how was uh, Bailey Smith's headbutt on Zach Tui? Did you catch that source? Yeah, I did. I did. It's pretty funny. What a peanut. Nah, he's a peanut. But you got to know if you do that headbutt move, you're going to call him. You saw what Buddy did the week before. Yeah. He slapped someone and you got unless Unless you're the dirtiest player in the game, Tom Lynch. Yeah, unless you're Tom Lynch, you don't get off. (laughs) Yeah, exactly right. All right, let's get to uh, the dirtiest player in the game and his team on uh, Thursday this week. Didn't even realize it was a Thursday game. Uh, Tigers versus Port at the G. Who have you got, Sauce? I got the Tigers. Got the Tigers. I'm going the the Tigers also. Uh, We've got the big blockbuster on Friday night. Uh, the Bombers versus the Blues. I'm going to go with Carlton. I can't, I can't go tip S. I'm going with Carlton as well. Uh, Saturday, we've got the Dockers versus the Hawks. Flag mantle. Flag yeah, mantle. I'm going with them as well. Lions versus the Saints at the Gabba. This will be a good game. Good game, but I expect Lions yep. to bounce back at home. Yep. Uh, and then we've got North versus the Giants on Sunday. It's the standalone game. Somehow we're 550 source. We're five dollars fifty for this one. You should probably be about eleven dollars, I reckon. We're five fifty against GWS. Yeah. That that well, just shows there isn't much confidence in GWS. But I'm going with the Giants in that one. And then uh, Monday source, big game, big game. The Queen's Renown birthday being the a Queen's huge birthday. Game. Yeah, Queen's birthday public holiday blockbuster. This is um. Isn't this um the uh, big, freeze big freeze game? It is the big freeze, yes. It's the big freeze game. The pies, two on the trot. Make sure you buy your big freeze beanie down at your local. Uh, you can get it online as well at your local. The pies, as well. two wins on Bunnings. the trot source. The D's, two losses on the trot. Who are you going in this one? Sure. I don't know. Bad. I'm going to... It's a tough. This is a tough pick, but I'm just I'm gonna back the D's. You'd hope after two losses they would they would um turn it around. Um, Pies are playing all right. 
but I wasn't super impressed with them against Hawthorne. So, here we go with these. I'll do it again for the third week running source. Picking the pies. Adam reckons pies by four points. So I'm picking the pies. It'll be a close game. I think it will be within two goals rain? either way. Either way, within two goals, it will be close. Might even be uh, – might even take the sneaky try bet. Either team under 15 points. Let's look at the weather. Monday forecast, 11 degrees, one mil of rain. Ah, it's perfect. Perfect weather. Ideal. Just cold. All right, Sauce. Uh, the buyers are Adelaide, Gold Coast, Dogs, Cats, Swans, and Eagles. So – very nice. Moving on, UFC. Saucy. UFC. Uh, we had the card on the weekend. Hang on. I've gotten rid of the bloody page. Oh, no. Oh, here we go. Bring it up. Share it on the screen. The card. We had Volkov versus Roger Ziku. Um, the main card. I'll run it through the results. Alonzo Meanfield KO in the first round over Ashka Mozrov. Uh, flyweight division, you had Ode Osborne KO in the first round over Zakul Adchev. Uh, women flyweight, Kareem Silva submission in the first round against Poliana Botello. Uh, featherweight division, you had Lucas Almeida KO in the third round over Mike Trizano. And featherweight co-main event, Went to went the full three rounds. Movas Movsa Evolev. Remember that name because he's sixteen and zero, so he must be half decent in the, in oh. the featherweight division. Um, defeated Danny Ng uh, in the third round decision, as I stated, and then Alexander Volkov with the first round KO over Jarinzu Rodchuziku. That's actually a good win by Volkov because Rodchuziku had won a few fights in a row. Um, Bit of dispute over the stoppage, Doma, in that one. You know, was it a stoppage? Was it not? I watched I watched it, watched it back a few times. I'd agree uh, with the ref. You know, he, he, he copped a few. Uh, it started with a straight right down down the, down the middle uh, that rocked him, and then he was just unloading on him. Uh, Roger Zinku was up against the fence and just trying to protect himself. He actually copped a big left hook, then it knocked his mouth guard out of his mouth, and then he just kept copping punches. I don't know. He must have unloaded 12 punches onto him, um, and, you know, he wasn't fighting back, so the ref stopped the fight. So probably fair stoppage, in my opinion. Um this weekend, we've got a card. It is a pretty good card as well. It's UFC 275. Main event, um, you know, the main event on the card is Glover Tessera against Yuri Puchizaka, light heavyweight title fight. And then in the woman flyweight co-main event, Valentina Shevchenko against oh, Talia Santos. Uh, this will be a cracking fight. Santos is 19-1 professionally in MMA, so should be a cracker. And then there's another uh, good women's fight on, in my opinion, women's strawweight, Weili Zhang. We know how much she unloads and lets those fists fly against Joanna. Not even going to say that. Say that one. I've got no idea. Uh, and then flyweight, you got Rodrigo Botorin against Manel Cape, And then welterweight, Jack Della. Mandalena against Ramanza MF and then middleweight. This got cancelled. Okay, 
So yeah, I thought there was supposed to be another one. Uh, Robert Whitaker and Marvin Vittori got cancelled. I think Whitaker had to pull out for some reason. I think he had an injury. Um, and I think this was stated last week, or it's not yeah. news. Um, no. So you know, unfortunately, you know, we don't get to see our boy Rob on the card. But nonetheless, the uh, it's still a pretty good card in my opinion. So make sure you tune in this week, twelve PM Australian Eastern Standard Time. Uh, check your local guides for when it kicks off for you. Very nice. All right, Sauce, uh, back to you. Bit of uh, a rundown on Kembosos versus Haney. Yeah, yeah. Look, I uh, watched pretty much most fights on the card. Um, you know, shout out to Maloney brothers. They they got the wins in, in their respective divisions. Uh, so they're not two other Australian boxers coming up the ranks. So, you know, look out for those names. Uh, I think it's Adam Maloney and Jason. I think don't, I could be wrong on one of them. Um, so you know, they, they got the job done. Uh, and then the uh, Haney versus Cambosis. Devin Haney was just too smart for him. Just outboxed him. Um, used, you know, what some would consider boring and, 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 and um, you know, you read a lot of comments online and, and people saying it's a boring style, what he did, um, the way he, he sort of jabbed from the outside. And then, you know, at times he, when Cambosis did get close, he would do this sort of thing where he'd slip Cambosis's punch and he would come forward with his body and then wrap his arm up, right? So he would sort of get him in the clinch and then, so Cambosis couldn't, you know, he when Cambosis was, was in range, he was nullifying by not, Moving, you know, at times he would move back and slip out to the side. Yes, he did a lot of that as well. But this was another little tactic that he used throughout the matchup that when Cabosis did get in range or did rock him a little bit, he would actually go and tie him up, hug uh, and grab the arm. Um, and, you know, Cabosis commented on that. But at the end of the day, that's boxing. You know, um, he was able to work that jab. He used that three-inch advantage that he had and was able to, you know, work it from the outside. I think if you go have a look at the landed jabs, you know, uh, between the two, uh, it was night and day, and and then you know we know Cambosis is looking for that big right hand. I think he, he caught him with it, you know, two or three times throughout the fight, but just not consistent enough. Um, and in my opinion, Cambosis, he, you know, what what sort of he sort of had to know what Haney wanted to do, and he didn't adjust throughout the fight. Um, I think he he didn't throw punches in bunches enough. Uh, there was a little bit too much one-two uh, and he didn't move forward. But at the same time, when he did try and move forward and, 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 you know, unload um, Kembos, um, I mean, Haney would just slip out to the side and, and use that amazing footwork that he's got. And Kembosis, there was times there where he literally, you know, you know, like uh, when you, when you go so hard at something, you just nearly lose your balance. Well, there was a few times there where Cambosis, you know, he was just trying to chase him down and he nearly nearly lost his feet because Haney was just, you know, he was doing the old, uh, the, the bull, the bull with the, the matador with the red uh, blanket and he would just pull it out of the way. It's like he's pulling the blanket out of the way and the, and the bull Cambosis would just steam straight through and wouldn't know what happened. And all of a sudden, Haney's on the side of him, he's behind him, you know, it was... It was just a masterclass. It was a, it was really just a masterclass of boxing. Um, Doma did mention to me after the fight that uh, he's been trained by the great man Floyd Money Mayweather, and Mayweather's ba- uh, promotions backs him. So I mean, that's uh, Mayweather's not going to. 
promote some spud, is he? So um, no. he's got his name on the line. Uh, 50, you know, two, you know what he is. So, yeah. can, can Bossus will get another crack at it because of that rematch clause? Um, I think Haney he'll acknowledge it and it'll happen. Um, he'll beat him again and he'll go to 29 and 0. And then everyone wants the uh Javonta Davis versus Devin Haney fight because Devin Haney's 28 and 0 and Javonta Davis is 27 and 0. They're the two guys. It's too uh, easy. Davis is way too small for Haney. He'll I've do got, the same um, thing to him. I've got the rankings here. Uh, it's Haney, obviously, one. Cambosis is two. Tiafimo Lopez in three. Uh, Vasil Lomachenko in four. Javonta Davis is fifth. Uh, the other guy people want to see is Ryan Garcia, who is 22-0, and 0, uh, coming up to fight. And then we've got Isaac Cruz, Joey Diaz Jr., Richard Comey, and Javier Fortuna. Well, look, at the end of the day, it just makes it good because now there's one champ in that division. And whenever there's a title fight, it's for all the belts. So now from going forward, you know, it's it should be for all the belts. I mean, they can I, – I don't know if they can split them up. Like, if you've got all the belts, I don't know the, the technicalities within boxing whether you could say, oh, I only want to put these two belts up in this fight. You know, I, just, I don't know if you can actually do that. I, I just, I just think it's so stupid. If you've got all the belts and you're fighting world title fight, it should be for all the belts. Um, I, I still, just, I still just think they should just melt all that metal to one and just create one belt, uh, and that would probably make more sense. Uh, but it is good that there, there is now a, a you know, an undisputed champ, um, and all the belts are in one place. So then it just makes. This is the thing that shits me. Forward. This is the thing that shits me about boxing and. It's the thing with boxing that actually hurts them, but they're so they're not dumb people. They're so they're actually smart. But as a business decision, this is the it's the branding that hurts them because it becomes confusing when you have a weight weight class, but you have four different or three different champs in the weight class. Because this guy's the WBO and this guy's the WBC and this guy's this one and the, like it's unified now, but there was two champs fighting. Cambosis versus Haney was two champs fighting each other to unify all the belts. But yeah, yeah, unification in undisputed is like it's two different things because it's undisputed because he holds all the belts, but it's not unified. Because unification is when you have one belt. You unify all the six belts or five belts into one, which they don't do. And this is the thing, the branding thing, source that hurts boxing. It confuses people. It's like, okay, so for, for example, Haney and Cambosis, it was a draw, whatever it was. They both keep their titles. And then Garcia fights Cambosis. And we'll say Davis fights Haney. And Haney puts up two belts. Oh, I'm sorry. Cambosis puts up two belts out of his four. Garcia beats him. Then Haney beats Davis. Then Haney would have one belt. Cambosis would have two belts. Garcia would have two belts. And you have three titles, uh, three champs in one weight class. And then you don't know who is the real number one contender. Is it the upcoming boxer that you're trying to promote? Or is the number one contender one of the guys that already holds a belt? You actually don't know. That's how confusing yeah, it is. It, it is. It's very stupid, mate. 
and like, and and there's no obligation for these guys with the belts to fight each other. Other than exactly, like they there just is duck literally each other. no obligation. That's all they do. They just duck and weave each other. I don't want to yeah, fight. Yeah, I know. I but what, That's all it is. The good thing in this division is guys haven't duck and weaved for the yeah, time I'm, being. For you know, the time and, being. And, uh, but that's because who knows? there's been multiple belts to go for source. Now that one person holds them, I'm pretty sure Davis has a belt. Tank Davis has a belt. Javonta Davis has a belt as well. Does he? Oh, who, who, who knows? Like we don't even know. That's how confusing it is. But uh, in in all seriousness, we gave the takes on the show. Source, I messaged Source after the fight. I didn't watch it, and he just said to me, "Oh, did you see the fight?" I said, "No," and. Yeah, I was pretty straightforward with him. I don't need to reveal what my prediction was. I just said, I hope, if you go back to last week's episode, I said, I hope, hopefully, Cambosis gets the win. I don't think I gave a prediction because I knew what the outcome was before it, it even happened. Because like, we don't talk about boxing doesn't mean I don't watch boxing. That weight class, especially, because it's, I only watch this weight class and I watch the heavyweights. That's all I watch. I don't know who any of the other guys are, to be honest. Because yeah, there's, 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 there's one, other, there's one other box. There's one other boxer that I like. Um, there's a whole bunch of studs, man. Like in this division, so it's that's why, like Saw said, it's very entertaining because they're they're guns, man. There's so many good ones, so many good uh, boxers. Great division is in. Do you know his name? Yeah, yeah, Terrence Crawford. Yeah, yeah, he's good. Yeah, I know. There's one. Other, he's the other guy um, that I like. He's in the lightweight division, I think. No, this is the lightweight division. Maybe Walter Weight? Maybe. Oh, this junior lightweight. I know. I don't even know. Middleweight. I don't even know anymore. Yeah, Walter Weight. His last his last fight was in Walter Weight. He's 38 no, this guy. Yeah, he's 34 years old. Yeah, there he's, he's 38 no. Uh, he beat Sean yeah, Errol Spence is fight. in there as well. He's another good fighter, Errol Spence. Yeah, he's in Walter Weight um, division. What's in middleweight these days? Uh, GGG and Gennady Golovkin. Yeah, well, far out. He, he fights Eubanks lightweight, Jr. light heavyweight, welterweight, and then you got super middleweight. Is Canelo Alvarez? And then you know, fucking cruiserweight. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. Like, is like Errol Spence Jr. ever going to verse Terence Crawford? Like he's got a he's got the WBO and Errol Spence Jr.'s got WBC, IBF, and WBA titles. I don't know. And then obviously you got the heavyweights, mate. The big boys with Tyson Fury up there and Anthony Joshua, Deontay Wilder. They're the big boys. Anyway, enough on that source. Let's move on. Uh Lamon of the week. Uh Global's on the money. Plain and simple. He outboxed him. Yeah, yeah he did. Uh, what happened with Cambosis pre-fight? Uh, didn't make weight pre-fight, if that's what it is. And then he said he had, all he had to do was uh, go back and take a piss, and he was fine. So that's <laughs> Georgie boy. Very funny. All right, Sauce, Lamont of the week. Uh, I hope you got the image up that you want to uh, compare this to. Oh, no, I don't. I'm about to bring the card up because we saw something very special happen in the hobby this week, Sauce. 
Very, very special. Uh, it sets Instagram alight, mate. People will go on off their nut. Absolute nut. They're losing the plot. And rightfully so, Source, because you know why? Who wouldn't go crazy over a uh, one-on-one black finite prism rookie of Mac Jones? I too would lose the plot if a Mac Jones got pulled. Who wouldn't go crazy? Bit of sarcasm there. No, you don't go crazy. The kid that pulled this, you, sir, are a legend. Because you sold this card in a group as soon as you pulled it for a hundred thousand USD. A hundred thousand source. A hundred thousand. Well, Lamont of the week obviously doesn't go to the kid because he got rid of the one on one card. He made a hundred K source. Pretty good. Lamont of the week goes to the person that purchased the card for a hundred thousand dollars. Now Luckily enough, we have people watching this. So by all means, go into the chat and tell us what you would have spent $100,000 on. Whether it was in the, it's in the hobby or outside of the hobby. Because I know, me personally, I'm not spending on a Mac Jones one-on-one Black Prism. So what would you one. have bought? What would you have bought for $100,000? Uh, look, if we, if we were keeping it in the hobby and we're keeping it relevant, uh, in regards to, you know, buying NFL, um, I would have bought two rookie ticket autos of Tom Brady, the GOAT. Um, you know, BGS 8.5 last sold. I think this was a BGS 8 sold for 28000 and a uh, BGS 8.5 sold for 47000 So I could have bought two of those, Doma. So give me two of those over that Mac Jones one-of-one one any day of the week. Because if it, when it's all said and done, if Mac Jones even has one, I was going to be generous, Dom, and give him two. One. Two. Even if he has, yeah, one. He, he, he literally, he won't even come up to his toes, mate. It would be below the knees, mate, in regards to Tom Brady and goats of the sport. Um, so, yeah, give me the Tom Brady every day of the week. I, I actually just think it's laughable. And, you know, congratulations to that kid. Uh, people were giving the kid shit. You know, oh, how can this kid afford to open Prism Hobby Box? Like, clearly his parents have bought it for him. He's 13 years old. His parents have bought it for him. they got the money to spend the money on the box. Who gives a fuck, right? But he's done the right thing, and he... He sold it for a hundred k to some absolute lemon. Whoever bought the card for a hundred k, you're a lemon. You are a lemon, literally. Source, you know it's funny they were bagging him, going, "Oh, how can you afford to get the hobby box?" I tell you how we can afford to fucking buy him now. He sold that piece of shit for a hundred thousand dollars, so he can buy as much product as he wants now. Good on him. Uh... That's a win. That's a win, honestly, Source. That's a win for someone in the hobby. And there was a, have a you win seen for the, the good guys. Have you seen the other photo, Domo? The photo of they did an in-person deal. The guy had five wads of uh, 20K, right? And there's a, a, a photo of the 20K sitting there and then the card leaning up against it in a boot. 
So oh. it was done in like a car park or I don't know where, but so they've done the deal, cash deal. Of course. I swear, if that was one of us that pulled that card and we sold it, I would have genuinely gone to the meetup with you. We would have filmed it. This is great content. The guy would have been like, this is, he's like a pig in shit, this guy that spent 100K. I would have shook his hand. I would have taken I would 100K. I off the tree out back. No, no, and then I would have brought this with me from Adam. And I would have said, here you go, sir. This is for you. And I would have given him the lemon straight up to his face. Here you go. By the way, Honestly, Adam, I'm I keeping think we this. You know what I'm keeping this the... for? You know what I'm keeping this for, Sauce? When I bump into Liz Cambage. That's actually what I'm keeping this for. I'm going to give it to her straight up. I'm going to walk up to her and say, congratulations. You are the one of the year. She'll get offended somehow. She'll get offended somehow. Yeah, yeah, and then she'll call me something. She'll call me some, like... Kurt Rambis, mate. You're Kurt Rambis, (laughs) mate. (laughs) Or Four Eyes. She'll call me Four Eyes because, like, I've never heard that one before. Oh, Lizzie. But But seriously, Dom, I couldn't believe it. Well done to that 13-year-old kid that sold the card for 100K. Congratulations, mate. Um what hobby dreams are made of when you crack open 100%. a box and hit something that big and you know the bloke who bought it you're a lemon uh, enough said about you you uh literally a lemon um because you're gonna bought as i said two tom brady rookie ticket autos for that price very nice sauce all right let's on that note let's get straight into our, our hobby talk brought to you by our good friends Thank you very much to everyone at Platinum Standard Grading. We are currently taking submissions once again for Bulk Sub 2. So if you are keen to get your card in a PSG slab, which looks like this, by all means, send them through to us. Link is in the description to this video. Send them through. All right, Sauce. First off, first cab off the rank here. It's available today, this bad boy. Bang. Mosaic Serie A soccer uh, hobby box. 15 cards per pack, 10 packs per box, one auto, five base silvers, 15 mosaic parallels, and 20 inserts or insert parallels per box on average. Collect a 200 card base set featuring players from all 20 Serie A teams. Collecting these hobby exclusive parallels, the red, the blue to 99, the purple to 49, the pink to 25, the mosaic gold to 10, and the black 101. Uh, exclusive insert parallels are the white to 25, the gold to 10, and the mosaic black 101. Also look for hobby exclusive auto parallels, which is the gold to 10 and the black to 1. Uh, top Find top footballers in three hobby exclusive insert sets, including international men of mystery, Pitch Masters and Montage. Collect authentic autograph cards from current and retired footballers in Sedia Arts Groups Mosaic and Sedia Art Autographs Mosaic. And look for two different hobby exclusive case hit inserts the stained glass and overdrive, featuring some of the best players from the past and 
present. You know which one I want, Sauce. I know you can see it. I'm going to bring it up. He's uh, Dusan Vlaovic. It's, is this his first card in a Juventus top? Is that going to be a thing? Uh, no, because it's not. This is the one you want, Sauce. The next one. Not Dan's guard. This bad boy. Oh, that looks sick. Oh, yeah, it does. Big might Zlatan. Have, might have to pick up them, some Zlatan singles, I reckon. If you don't know, Zlatan is Sauce and my one of our favorite footballers. We've always loved him. He's a he's a machine. Uh, Raspadori. There's Weston. So that's Kenny. out now. Is that getting ripped at the yep. moment, Doma? Uh, I don't know if it is. It released today or yesterday. So yeah, probably it probably is getting ripped somewhere in what the world. What is it? Syria. Yeah, Syria. Is the La Liga uh, released as well? At, uh, no, it's only Premier League and Serie A at the moment. I'm pretty sure. Okay. He's uh, Luki's boy. It's a nice color match. Osherman. Fabian Ruiz. Pinamonti. Chiro. Delit. The cards look sick. Oh, Olivier Giroud, he's a machine. Nicolas Agnolo, yeah, people overdrive. Underrated, underrated. Stained glass of Irving Lozano. Pitch Masters. And back to the start we go. Uh, we can have a look at some of the legend autos because checklist is here, Source. There's the black, looks pretty good. There's a Tonali stained glass, uh, but there's the base set. But we want to have a look at some of the legends. Uh, here we go. Nesta is in here. Pirlo. Mate, you can get a Carlo Ancelotti AC Milan auto source. Baresi. Giladino's in this. Batistuta. Falcao, uh, Dennis Bergkamp, Cambiasso, uh, Sebastian Veron, Jurgen Klinsmann, uh, David Trezeguet, Dino Zoff, Diego Maradona, Napoli Auto, Source. There you go. Geez, he must down. have done a lot of signing then if they've to put him in this product too. Yeah, he would have signed a whole bunch of stickers, I reckon. Uh Serie R scripts mosaic set. Uh you can get Kaka. Kaka Auto. Nice. Van Basten, Maldini, Rude Gullet. Uh Bajo. Uh Crespo. Cristiano Ronaldo, Juventus, Autos. Hey, you know what? This is not a bad, a bad. Not a bad rip, you reckon? Got a Tony? few decent ones. Man, you can get Luca Tony. Remember Luca Tony? I remember Luca Tony. Hey, there's some not bad players Luka in Tony. here. Where the fuck, mate? Where's the Where's the Clarence Sadorf cards? He's the guy you want. 
He's a gun. There's yeah, overdrive. Look, so the overdrive is a the older is guys don't get respect. Can you get anyone big in the overdrive? Zlatan overdrive. Uh, who else? Yeah, look, I don't know. The inserts don't hit that Here's good. Stain, stain glass. Here we go. Stain glass. Kaka, Maldini, Batistuta, Totti. Stain glass. Uh, Vlahovic, stained glass. Uh, surely there's a Ronaldo in here. There's got to be a Ronaldo. They've got to just abuse a Panini. No, there isn't, which is a surprise. So, yeah, it looks like it's not a bad product source. The autos look good. The vet autos, legends of the game. Not bad, not uh, bad at all. Global says the NBA car market has taken a bit of a hit of late. Yeah, well... No surprises to Source and I when they're still selling products for it cost you your kidney to buy a box. So they're only doing it to themselves. Because uh, as we said before, the global economy factors into a lot of this stuff. There's a lot of inflation at the moment. Interest rates are going up. People find it hard to live. Cost of living is going through the roof and people still selling boxes for ridiculous prices. So... They're only going to do it to themselves. So yeah. this is called this is called unaware of your surroundings. People that are unaware have got no idea. Literally no idea. And the guys that are buying all these high-end cards and spending big, big, big dollars on it is because they actually have the money, liquid, to spend. Correct. It's not like some Joe Blow collector. So... Uh, Beats and breaks. Adam says, if only the game of soccer has as much going on in them as the mosaic cards. <laughs> James says, Saucy, what do you think of the new Lakers coach? He says he's keeping Westbrook. <laughs> We're fucked. If that's the case. <laughs> he said he... <laughs> I'm telling you, he'll be gone by the end of the season. Typical Lakers fashion. No, I don't think so. Do you want to look at yeah, we'll look at this one. Have a look at this bad boy. Here we go. The second best product of the year. WWE Revolutions. <laughs> look how disgusted he is. Oh, oh no. Oh no. Be, let me let me get through it before you lose your shit. Collect randomly inserted autos from the top superstars and legends across all WWE brands. Five cards per pack, eight packs per box. Uh, each hobby box includes four inserts. Look for stunning inserts like the Vortex, Supernova, and more. And then find eight parallels per box from a variety of unique full brands. Chase the ultra-rare galactic parallels. Here's some of the cards. You've got Big Brock here. Are you guaranteed an auto in the box? Because it's 350 bucks for a box. There's a rock. I'll have a look in a sec. That's actually a sick card. Hulk Hogan and uh, Macho Man. Shockwave, Supernova, Vortex, Alexa Bliss, AJ Styles, Edge. That's got a bit to the imagination, that one there, Charlotte Flair. So, uh, Bobby Lashley, RK Bro, Seth Rollins, Mandy Rose. Yeah, we're back to the start. I'll have a look at that for you right now, Source. I'll see if it, did it save, say it here? 
uh, it says a wide variety of autos, parallels, and inserts to chase. Collect randomly inserted autos. So it's not guaranteed. So your thoughts on it? 350 bucks for a box and you're not even guaranteed an auto. No, thank you. It just says randomly inserted. So there's boxes that could potentially not have an auto. I would just be picking off the singles um, personally. Uh, I mean, I've I seen there, there was a nice edge auto in, in the promo. Yeah, there um, was. There it is, edge. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Source, it's another great pro- But it doesn't end there, Source. Uh, the card experiences, these cards suck without the ring in the background. Sorry, WWE fran- fans. Global says Galactic are his all-time favorite case hit. Uh, Adam says, I'm just going to let the Charlotte Flair one explain itself. Uh, and Global, yeah. we will get to this very soon. Don't worry. We have that on the agenda tonight. And staying on the WWE uh, train, as much as Saucy loves this product, we've got our Panini Select WWE Wrestling Cards uh, Source just for you. This is what you love to see. Uh, there's been a few yeah, but we, 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 hey, we knew that this hey, would happen. This, I think this, look at this yeah, that looks really good. And this I'm one here, lie. look at this one here, Triple H. Triple H, yeah, it looks good. That actually looks good. That's terrible. That looks good. That looks good. Yep. If this is like a um, a preview for maybe the upcoming select design, possibly. I haven't seen this sort of design before. I don't know if they've ripped this off somewhere else. Is this something that I, I sort of w- wish they didn't do? Is you know cross do you know what they use in basketball, football to yeah, WWE, I know. And that sort the, of stuff. The staples, the staples source, like the staples. I'm happy for that. Like select and prism. That's always going to get abused by every single new product that they put on the line. You know what yeah. I mean? Like I get that. That's always going to happen. But instead of having like an insert called Ringmasters, how about you have Panini WWE Ringmasters and that's the product. That's the name of the product. And then you actually use your brains because and creativity because you've got card designers there and that can actually have creative control and like be able to, instead of being lazy and using everything, everyone else's designs from the previous products and just putting it down the line, how about we give them a bit of, creative control they can actually come up with some new designs before they run out of the license in four years time or three years time i don't know that's just my thought but instead of having the same shit all the time it's just rinse and repeat that's all it is like yep it, it is rinse and repeat um but that is, rock card does one, look good there is one auto that i was uh wouldn't mind getting out of the new mosaic soccer that was spoken about before which is a drogba He's got a few autos in there. Oh, yeah? Is there stuff out on eBay at the moment? Yeah, there is. I'm I'm chucking stuff in my watch list right now. That's what I'm doing. Very nice. Might have to have a look at that. (laughs) I'll tell you what, people really trying to sting you on those Latan cards. Yeah, I know that. They don't even know who he is. Well, they do actually play in the MLS. Everyone knows who he is. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. All right, so that's uh, Select WWE. Uh, Revolutions, WWE, and we've got Revolutions EPL Source. 
Yeah, once again, Timor, mate. Hobby what, box. What is... Have a look at this. It's 2021 box. 120 bucks. Might be a fun rip. Uh, parallel lineup offers 11 options, but Lava to 10 replaces the Vortex, which happens to be a new insert. Other inserts include Derby Days, Future Showstoppers, and Supersonic. However, the only parallel for this for the inserts is Galactic. Yeah, just here we go. Three rookie cards, one parallel, three additional parallels, three inserts. So you're not guaranteed an order in this product either. I, I just, you I just, you're guaranteed I just in think that mosaic paying... source, you're guaranteed two autos in the CDR mosaic. Yeah. So that's what I'm trying to say. And I think those boxes are about 400 bucks a pop. So, you know, if I'm weighing up whether I'm ripping, like, I understand you, you might not like soccer if you're into yeah, WWE or, or whatever it is, but why, why, if you're taking that punt, would you not rip a box where you're guaranteed autos? I'm going to double check that. Don't know why. I'm going to double check. It was one, I think it might be one auto, mate, because I'm looking at it. I think it's one auto. I might have mixed it up because I saw two autos for the, um, what's it called? The WWE product. I know where it's gone now. Fuck. Who knows? Where I put it. Here it is. We'll quickly just have a, a run through. What's the product? Uh, the price 250 USD, it says at the top this product where was it sorry i'm giving anyone a bit of a what are you looking for the breakdown per it's one auto sorry yeah five silvers 15 mosaic parallels and 20 insert parallels all right nice all right source moving on we've knocked off all the product Reviews. Drop over to Frank, our good mate. And here we are. The most famous card in the world. Authentic source. Uh, Frank asked the question, the most overhyped card. Um, your thoughts? On this, they're saying yeah. that it was going to fetch seven mil. And it's going to fetch this. Then it got graded, and it got it came back as authentic. They didn't even get it graded. They just got it authenticated. People said, "Yeah, there must be there must it. be damage on the card." It's probably why like, they've they done just that. said, "Why wouldn't you grade it anyway?" Because it is a one one. But then that's the whole point. Like it is one one. You actually don't have to grade it. Like yeah. Uh, but, I reckon they've done that because you can see visible damage on, on parts of the card uh, in yeah. images. Um, but, yeah, I, I think it's overhyped. I actually think the card looks like shit. Um, you know, I actually don't like the fact the way LeBron is so small under each of those. I, I just don't think the design was thought out very well. Um, and then I just don't like how the new logo is just a plastic print. It's not even stitched. So the one no in the middle, the one in the middle it. source, genuinely looks like it came off a barley singlet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not gonna lie. Um, and the other one came out of uh, Saucy's DH Gate collection. Yeah, DH and Gate donated collection. it to Panini. <laughs> I mean, do we even know? Do, uh, do we even look? I shouldn't say this, but 
I mean, with all the shit that they do, is it even player worn or game worn? Those? Oh, I don't know. Uh, I think it's overhyped. I think it was, you know, built up so much just through social media and media in general. Drake getting involved, trying to find this card, so on, so on. You know, you had big people, you know, Ken Golden ripping it. Um, you had, you know, card porn selling their soul to rip it with champagne poppy. Um, so, you know, you had heaps of people just looking for it. Uh, Paul Wax had a big drive for it. You had Backyard Le Mans big drive for it. Um, so I think that most of the hype was built around because of the, such the social media drive for this card. Backyard Le Mans. I, I I don't know. I just don't. I just don't see it. I just don't Here see it. it. Give me There's give me a bunch of LeBron autos before you give me this card. I don't know. I value LeBron autos more than I value this one of one. There's a, um, there's a few good. It's, um, go. it's up for auction. It's it's going up for auction. Yep, it's going to go into the golden auction uh, on the sixth of June. So that's tomorrow. I think tomorrow. Yeah, I think. Yeah. Or today, tomorrow, I don't know. The Monday one. So it is today. So if we go on there now, if you want to check that, it'd probably be listed on their source. Um, but that's the card. That's a closer look. Sorry for the people listening at home. Um, Jay, welcome. Yes, we're here. Logo man is a gaff. He doesn't like it. I know exactly what it means. I'm just not saying it on the show. Uh, card experiences, the flawless cases make me nervous that someone could pop it open. Only reason I rate the grade. Uh, Global doesn't like it. Uh, he asked, how much do you think it will fetch? Source? I don't know. Well, some Jay idiot, says, some idiot will Jay pay says it depends million, on how crooked know. the auction is. That's what Jay said. Yeah, that, that's, that's a fair point. That is a fair point, Jay. <laughs> The card experience said for seven mil you could get a private signing with LeBron. <laughs> That's a fair point. You'd have a whole bunch of his cards, pay him seven mil, and just get him to sign them all. Then list them all on golden auction, and you make ten times the amount. I don't know. Honestly, this has source like the way that everything's been trending in the hobby. The way everything's been trending, this has got shield to the moon written all over it. This yeah, is the gonna... card. So this yeah. is the card that is going to make people believe that the card market is still skyrocketing, going to the moon. This is the card. They're going to shield this shit so high that people are going to be like, "There's still such a demand for cards. There's still such a demand for cards." Just don't forget what I said 10 minutes ago. Rewind 10 minutes and go listen to what I just said before about the global economy. But seriously, if any card's going to do it, Source, this is the one. And it'll be the plastered everywhere, sold for shape. record price. Oh, the, you know, the, the card market's outperforming the uh, S&P 500. And, uh, this you card, know, this card's card over gonna, stocks. This card, oh. Source, is going to have that much of an impact on the card market to people as what the media had an impact on people telling them get the COVID jab. That's how much it's going to fucking have an impact. 
Everyone's going to be running to eBay. Cards are back. Fucking seven mil for this. Mate, it was on Channel 9 News. Reported this on their website. This, 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 this getting listed on Golden. I had people send it to me, cousins sending it to me, going, have you seen this card? It's going to go for seven mil. And I've gone, yeah, okay. All right. Like, it's gone insane. This is the card source. This is it. It's, oh. Jay says, why does James look like a munchkin from the Wizard of Oz? Shite card. We were <laughs> card experience. <laughs> yeah, we do. We do know that. We do know. Big shiny. He'll be big. Marty Sheargold was banging on about this card for 10 minutes on Triple M this morning, which has wide reach. Uh, card experience says, headline, Elon Musk backs out a Twitter deal to buy LeBron logo, man. Jay says that shine cat is a paid actor. He buys and puts on phony IG page run by Crooked Kenny marketing baby. Oh, I can pull the audio <laughs> for you if you want. This is great. Uh, keep them coming, but this is the one source. This is the one. There's been some nice things. Uh, uh Rob G said cards going up. I uh, still think my 52 Mantle is way more valuable than the Logo Man. I still think that your 52 man- Mantle, I'm like, in all honesty, to Rob G, no, no disrespect, I think your 52 Mantle actually has reduced in value. It probably could have gone up more in value, but it's actually reduced more in value because since you bought that, there's been so many more in the pop report that people have come out of the woodwork. So I've got a mantle and I've got it graded and I sold it. So in my opinion, like, no, disagree with that. Uh, this guy said, uh, yeah, because you own it. That's why it's going to go up. <laughs> the comments are the best source. I can see it. <laughs> People are ruthless. I love Someone's it. Someone's stacking gem says, I'll pay 20K for it. Uh yeah, six oh four underscore cards. Definitely too much hope for all these big cards that get pulled. But I'm sure Shine or someone else will bid this up for the headlines. <laughs> so I'm telling you. Oh, I, I've hated this card since day one. I'm glad people finally see. No, mate, it's an investment, it mate. It's joke. an investment, mate. It's an it's asset. An investment. Hey, it's you a, can. It's get, an asset, mate, mate. You can you can put your card up for collateral at. The Commonwealth Bank. They'll give you the financing. Yeah, I heard ANZ and, and NAB Bank do that as well. And Bank of America as well. They they they'll they'll allow you to take loans out on your cards. Do you know what, and, an, do you know what an interest rate on a house is, Source? Do you know what an interest rate on the house is? I know. That's just I, a rhetorical question. Yeah, all right. Because if you no. were gonna get an interest rate on a card for collateral, they'd be asking for fucking thirty five percent a month in return. You're probably not wrong. Because they're like, are we actually going to get the money back or no? <laughs> the bank will literally say 35% a month interest for payments. Because we need to actually ensure that we get the money back. I really, uh, Dom, you know what? Or, I, I hope some I hope some idiot buys it for 5 million plus. I really do. Oh, I really, really do. Bro, they, they bought them a homes for 4.4 or whatever it was. The Luca and 4.2 for the Luca. Tax write-off! Tax right <laughs> off. That's what I'll be yelling. <laughs> this is this is great. 
Out of six for seven mil, you can get Ricky Bobby to tongue punch. <laughs> he also says Marty Sheargold is a fucking peanut. <laughs> oh, this is great. Jay says, no, it hasn't. Rob has paid X and got millions in free advertising for his businesses. Um, I'm not going to read some of those other ones from Adam. He's just gone off the handle in the comments, to be honest. Uh, but I don't know. Source, yeah. I'm with you. I actually want to see it go for five mil. Is it on the? Is it on there? Is it listed up there at the moment? Uh, yeah, I could. I couldn't find it. I, okay, it'd probably be tomorrow or the next day. But that auction. Uh, so keep an eye on it. Put a reminder in your phone. Uh, that ends on the 25th of June. The next auction there for Golden. So just uh, keep your tabs on it. Uh, but I'm sure that if you come visit us here at Double Coverage, we'll be giving you updates on that card in the lead up to uh, the final sale. We will. We will. Because it could get very funny. Next one, Source. And the last one in Hobby Talk. Uh, Jay, before we get it up, says there's Le Mans everywhere. Yes, there is. Is this bad boy? I'll zoom in. On this one, value service level available Thursday, June 9th, exclusive to Collector Club members only. $30 per card, 20 card minimum uh, from 1996 to 2022 cards only. Declared value limit of $499 and less. It's a 120-day estimated turnaround time, which is four months. Uh, new value orders will be shipped back beginning early fall after the 2021 value orders are shipped. Uh, and then Slabstock says they've announced the return of their value service after it's been suspended for over a year. The cards cannot exceed $4.99. We'll have an estimated 120-day turnaround. will cost $30 per card. To use this service, you have to buy a PSA membership and submit at least 20 cards, which is 600 USD worth. Uh uh, PSA also states they won't start shipping these back until all 2021 value orders ship back. What are your thoughts on the announcement and parameters? Um, I really think with this move, they're literally pulling a wall over people's eyes. Like they, you still got people who are wa- still waiting for over a year for for value orders. I can't still wait waiting. Still waiting. Slab stocks right. Aaron says still waiting on cards submitted at the end of 2020. Feel like Thank they you. should have a 20 card limit versus 20 card maximum so things don't get backed up again. Anyone sending their cards for this service is a clown. Uh, PSA are going to put everyone else out of business. Okay, you keep telling yourself that. Just think of all the Mac Jones base getting sent in. <laughs> Said someone. <laughs> uh, backlog won't get done until the end of summer, so cards sent in at this service level, I doubt, won't get done by any sooner than Jan, Feb 2023. Can you wait seven to eight months for your cards with the card market the way it is currently? And some of the other things. That's BS. I'm still waiting on Feb 2020 bulk subs. Clear the backlog and then this would be great news. That's uh, what I mean. I, I just, they're, just, they're literally kicking collectors and uh, people who sub their cards to PSA straight in the balls. They're kicking them square in the nuts. And saying we don't give a fuck about you, we're just going to open because we need some more money, um, and you know, send in your cards. And they've still got backlog. Uh, it's Jay just says they still have three and a half million cards in the backlog, six to seven months minimum. He says thirty bucks a card. 
I don't even know what number that is. Upcharge, good for business. Uh, Global says he's still waiting on a sub from November 2020. Thank you. Yeah. The shambles, mate. Good news. This is absolute lemon worthy. PSA. You don't give a fuck about your customers. You literally don't. Is PSA becoming the backyard breaks of the grading industry? Oh, well, the fact that all of them are in a loop, I think it's safe to say we're not in the loop anymore, Source, which is good. So that's why we, we can speak a lot more freer now. We're freer than we previously did, which was still free. Because we're not in the loop, the fact that they're all in, as I said last week, I'll have to, if I have to say it every week to point it out to people, I don't care if it's the 60 people that listen to this or 150 people that listen to this or 1,000 or one person, but the fact that they're all in all in bed together, making decisions together for your benefit when in actual fact it's for their own benefit is actually laughable. It's genuinely just a piss off. It's so funny. And it's funny that these guys like this. Putnam Standard Green, do you know why they like that source? They liked it because did you see the post that they put out to, uh, today? I don't know if they commented on this one or somewhere else. They liked it and then they commented and said, oh, yeah, okay, you can wait this long in Australia to get your cards back or you can just send them to us, which is a grading service, and we'll just get it done for you in quicker time so you can have your cards protected. It's funny how, like, the little icon... I just got them on hand. It's funny how that... Let me get this off. The fact that this little red thing here, this red thing like that, with that little PSA stamp there is like 50 times worth the value of a card that has a grade that looks like that. And you know what the difference is, Source? Not much. You know what it is? This, I reckon this label costs more because it looks better. So I'm going to say a 15 cent label difference is the only thing that keeps these apart. And the fact that that's blue and silver and that's white and red because plastic feels the same. The slab guard feels the same. The functionality source is the same. It's Got my two cards protected. But so. only one of them has a, one of your cards minted on a blockchain. Yeah, yeah but beso- even besides that source, what I'm trying to say is like, it's got the same the same properties. Oh, actually, no, there's two things that are different source. Yeah, this one's on the blockchain and actually tells me how I fucking got my grades. And this one, yeah, I don't even know how, how I got a nine. Subgrades on the back. I like that. I like that. So, look, anyway, ladies and gentlemen, just, you need to realize to that that is still going to cost you by the time there's the fee and, and whatever. It's still going to be about $50 AUD a card. Um, so, you know, for, for two cards, you could get two cards graded at PSG for that. Um, and also, if your main purpose is to protect the card and, and keep it safe, then why the fuck would you send it to PSA when they might potentially upcharge you or 
do some other shady business which you've heard is going on there at the moment. Um, I love bringing that comment up. That's very funny. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. That That's a good comment. It's pretty funny. Uh, oh. uh, Jay said, oh, no, that was Adam. Jay said he got his December 2020 sub back in June 2021. So that's seven months. And then he's Jan 2021 back in Jan 2022. So 12 months to get that one back. And then and then Global's still waiting on his November 2020. Still still hasn't got it. In all honesty, source, like it is what it is. Um, I'll bring this back up just quickly because this number is the only number that counts. I don't you can probably can you see my cursor here? This number here. $30 per card. It's the only number that counts. $30 per card. You know why, Source? Because what was the previous sub sub price per card? Yeah, back when value bulk was over, I think it was around $10 to $12 a card. No, no, no. No, like before, no, before the bulk came back, how much did you have to pay to like sub a card? Uh, I think it was around $6. 70 USD? Yeah. Around 90, 90 to 100 AD. Yeah. So the reason why I say that's the awesome number brings it back to what you just said then. Because the original value sub was around 10 to 15 USD. So that there gives hope to everyone that the backlog's almost gone. We'll get our cards back really quick. And that that $30 six months time source it's going to be 15 again or 20 and we can send more cards and send more cards and more cards and more cards that's what that's all it is it's good marketing it is it, it, it gives them the belief that it's all going to get sorted you're muted yeah Dama. I don't know. Uh, I, I still think it's a kick in the balls to their collectors, the fact that they're not getting through what they already got. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't think they really care about their customers. Lane's the GOAT. Lane has just posted my PSA sub back, two-month turnaround, $90 a card, $1,000 or less. Declared value, couldn't recommend it more. Yeah, so this is what I don't understand, right? They've still got backlog, but if you pay that little bit more and do the – the uh, $90 a card option, or which I think is the base option, $1,000 or less, or the, the second option. And if you go the, the options up, you are getting your cards back potentially in four to eight weeks, right? And they still have a backlog. Like, I just think it's such a kick in the nuts to the, the people that use their service. Like, it is. And it's, and it's a slap in the face that, like, it's good for Adam that he got his cards back in two-month turnaround through Lane, yeah? But it's a slap in the face to people like Global that are still waiting on their cards from two years ago. It is the yeah. biggest slap in the face. It is an indictment on the company that it's like, oh, yeah, we're serving the new customers, but the ones that we're still holding our cards, we haven't even fucking given them any indication when they're getting it back. How is that good business practice? How? Like... That's, that, that is like some of the... Like, honestly, that is some of the worst customer service ever genuinely some of the worst customer service ever but the fact that they command the dollar the dollar signs in the hobby 
everyone's willing to just let that pass. They don't care. And they're happy to like kill every other grading company that's coming up now or try to make a push because of the uh, the failures of PSA. They're trying to mask it. Like if they treated PSA the way that they treat everything else in the hobby, like um, you know, dodgy breakers, dodgy bidders, dodgy grading companies, card trimmers, scammers, you know, if if they if the hobby actually treated all those like treated PSA the way they treated those, PSA would be literally source a piece of shit in the hobby. It wouldn't even exist. Everyone you'd mention PSA and everyone would be like, oh, scammers, rorders. You know, but they got literally, they were like the protected species in the hobby while everything hit the fan. They were actually the protected species. Yeah. Like, uh, it's just, it, it, I mean, Dommer, we, we, know, we know what it is. Yeah. It comes down to that their plastic costs more. Their plastic piece of plastic costs more than the other piece of plastic that it that well, I told you two in. weeks ago that my piece of plastic that I was going to put on the cards was a lot better, all right? And you said we could have made them glow in the dark. And I agree. We can still do that. I might even have to do it one episode. I might have to <laughs> No, I'm not doing that. Just imagine I grab one out and I put it on a card. <laughs> and it was glow in the dark. You turned the lights off there. You just <laughs> shining pink. And then I tagged PSA and Nat Turner. Oh. oh, that would have been funny. Anyway, saucy smoky. Do you have one? No smoky this week. No smoky. Uh, haven't really been. Just be, personally, I've just been trying to finish off the uh, the AFL blank canvas. Still, still going there, Dom. I think I've got about 120 of the 198 cards needed. So, still just hunting those down. There's a few cheapies going on at eBay. Picked up, pick up uh, a couple for about eight bucks, six bucks myself, and then. Uh, yeah, not much else. Not much else. So just a, I picked up a, a few nice Arsenal cards for the uh, out of the new Prism EPL set. Um, so I was happy to pick up a, a color match sucker number to one fifty nine. Was it was a good pickup. Um, so just just a couple of small pieces that I've picked up, but nothing in general. I think it's it's quite difficult to to say give you a smoky in a sense just because. I don't really know where the car market is at. I mean, I don't even know if we're going to have a have the NFL bump, what everyone talks about. I just, I just, I actually just don't think it will happen. It will happen for like one or two players or three or four players, but we just won't. You won't see what we've seen over the last two years. We just won't see that again. There's harder times ahead for people financially than correct. Like correct. It's not going to get good. The thing, honestly, out of all of this that that's gone. The thing that sort of still irks me is the fact the prices of the boxes have barely dropped in a sense. You know, you still got NFL, you know, football dropping at over a thousand dollars a box for a hobby box. You know, you're gonna remember these boxes were two hundred bucks, two fifty a box, and would sit on shelves. Um, so I, you know, I, I just don't see how it can be still that expensive, but. It is. It is. Um, and I think, you know, a lot of that relevance is because of the breakers out there. But, you know, as long as people keep breaking, I think, don't think the box prices will come down. It's actually pretty cool. Uh, Adam says, 
Hey boys, got a smoky for you. The Johnny O skateboard, Johnny Knoxville and Steve O auto skateboard limited run looks cool. And I quickly just grab one up. There we Those go. Those pretty cool. It's awesome. Interesting. Nice piece. Something different. Yeah, something different. Tell you what, with some of the comments going out there in the live chat source. Oh, I'm telling you, we might have to do what are we doing here? Oh, what are we doing here? Might actually have to go live for some episodes. Oh my god! Uh, Jay says boxes are manipulated like every card. Breakers and gamblers making it hard for collectors. Yeah, it's it's yeah yeah. yeah look to to an extent, Jay. To, to an, an extent. extent, if if you like, you know, if, I just. I just think the, the smarter thing to do is if you want to collect the cards that you like, like myself, just be savvy, hunt on eBay and, and, and pick one off for a single for your collection. Like it just makes no sense to me to open a box, but like it was something that I enjoyed doing. Um, did open some prestige boxes. Got to drop that video on YouTube, Doma. But, you know, it depends on the price of the box. It just makes no sense to me to spend $500 on a box. I've seen a post, the other, I think, just yesterday, you know, on Facebook, guy goes, I re- regretfully opened a WWE prison box. Um, I think they're still going for around 600 US, 650 US. And, you know, he hit two autos in there. And, uh, you know, between his best hits, he'd be lucky, lucky to get back 100 bucks out of that box. And I'm like, you know, you go have a look and you'd be like, well, you just spent six fifty on the box. Think about the card you could have bought out of that set that you wanted that probably wasn't even six hundred and fifty bucks. Singles, singles are hundred percent the way to go. We've and we've said this for such a long time now. Like you pick your favorite card out of the set and you just buy it and you'll save a third of the trouble financially than buying the box and not hitting it. Yeah. It's like the sure thing or take the gamble to get it. And people keep heading towards the take the gamble because they go, oh, it's a fun thing to rip cards, but not when it's at that price. And then you get disheartened when you open it and you get nothing. It's yeah. like, I can't even make my money back. It's like, well, yeah, we know that. People are telling you this, but people just like, I know it's, it's fun, but it's not really fun to rip now because it's too expensive to rip. So, yeah. Mate. Even the Oracle says it's too expensive. Even the Oracle has been ripping for 20 years says it's too expensive. If the Oracle says it's too expensive to rip, none of you should be ripping. Seriously, none of you should be ripping. But what's James said, uh, and we'll finish up. up. I was buying CK blaster boxes off someone in a Facebook group, never hit a blank slate. Six months later, they came out with the whole set of blank slates. (laughs) Adam Laporte, it ain't G-rated. Let's just put it that way. I think I think what he means there, because the blank slates are pretty heavy cards, so I think it's one of those situations where you can actually weigh the box and, and rip the heavier boxes and then sell the other boxes. Because yeah. I know that people were doing that with Kabooms um, in, in football, out of the absolute blasters. They were you know weighing them um, and then selling off the rest and keeping the heavier ones because they were the ones that had the Kabooms. So, yeah. you know, shady business goes on everywhere, ladies and gentlemen. It's just, 
you know, it is it is what it is, and and you probably refl- reflect on that now, James, and go, well, just better off just blowing the blank slate that I want. You're on, you're on the money, global. Uh, he goes, but if these people that buy and break these boxes, we wouldn't have the singles. That's why. Um, that's why we're saying to people that listen to this show, not to rip boxes, not in general. People can go uh, like, do what they want. We're boxes, trying to we're rip boxes that are affordable, but stupid affordable. price boxes don't. Like that mosaic city, I mean, the, 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 yeah, the, the, soccer, it's a good price. We went and bought um mosaic uh euro boxes, sauce and I fun rip, yeah, it was cheap. That's it was right, a fun rip. I didn't get I anything. Was, sauce it to Lewandowski the, order when he's uh, yeah, I got a Lewandowski order, good fun, so like I mean, you know, but I think we only went out, they were only about 170 bucks or something, those boxes, nah, so I mean, 140, I think we paid for, it. yeah, there you go. So it was under 150 bucks. bucks. It was the you, you got to weigh up. What you're actually ripping, you know? I, I just yeah. I can't fathom the people that drop a thousand bucks on a hobby box, thousand dollars plus. I, I just can't fathom it. Yeah, the odds are truly not in your favor. So, unfortunately, but that's what it is. In the end of the day, all right, source. Uh, quick another plug. If you haven't got TikTok, sign up to TikTok and go follow Double Coverage on TikTok. If that's the only thing that you you follow you won't be disappointed. Some good stuff on there. Go check it out. Drop a sub to the YouTube if you haven't already. Uh, and please share the YouTube. We're trying to get it to a thousand. It was our goal to get to a thousand subs. It is struggling to get there. I don't think we're going to get there. Struggling so we'll... I don't think we're yeah. going to get there, but yeah. you know, we're still got six months yeah. to go. So, I mean, we'll, Discord, we'll, we'll keep pushing. Yeah. If people want to start chats in Discord, by all means, go for it. Uh, we're happy to respond. Whoever wants to do that, I might even have to start putting the links to uh, the TikToks in the Discord. Maybe get people to jump in that way. Yeah, drop, yeah, drop yeah, possibly, mate. I might, I might. You know what? I might be able to somehow connect the little bot up that uh, every TikTok time we post bot? a Discord, it, it a uh, puts a post in our Discord to say that we've posted a new TikTok. Yeah, that'd be good. That'd be good. Uh, mate, it's good content at the moment. Uh, and we'll finish on a really good note. Uh, we are lucky that we have AFL boxes to rip. Completely agree, yeah. Alex. Agree. Completely. It's one agree. of the last sort of things that you know hasn't really. I mean, they they do when they get all bought up, and then they on the resale side of things. But if you you know you're quick enough off, off select, you can still get boxes. Jay wants to know if we're down for tonight's sauce on the Discord. <laughs> oh, look, but, Jay. But Jay, if we get on. It's an hour max. Yeah, because we know it could end up. We could end max. up in the wee hours like last time. I want to go to bed and I want to get up in the morning to go to work <laughs> and not be tired after You're going not to swerving bed. off the road. You're exactly right. <laughs> Isn't TikTok where all the SJs are? Anyway, there's too many good comments. We're gonna love you and leave you. It's myself, Don, with the Great Man Source. Keep living, loving, and breathing sport. Double coverage. Peace. Peace. Thank you for tuning in. Please don't forget to leave a review on the Apple Podcasting app. Also, follow us on socials, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok. Talking old spots. Double curve.